The Museum of the African Diaspora in San Francisco is hosting an exhibition of an artist who's been called one of the most important African-American landscape painters of the 20th century. But that label doesn't accurately describe the breadth of Richard Mayhew's experience and perspective. Our Sparks production teams set out to learn more about this remarkable man and his work. Richard Mayhew's dreamlike landscapes are drenched in color. Some are startling, others soft and diffused. They reflect the rich artistic influences that Mayhew has encountered in more than 70 years of studying art in this country and Europe, teaching at academies and universities, observing nature, and painting, always painting. When I'm painting, I'm really in, I'm inside the painting, not outside painting it. I'm really in a trance. In time and space, and while I'm doing it, I have no consciousness of it. I'm just completely lost inside the painting. The Museum of the African Diaspora organized this retrospective of Mayhew's paintings with two other museums, the De Sasse and the Santa Cruz Museum of Art and History. The exhibits were curated by UC Irvine professor Bridget Cooks. Bridget wanted to do an exhibition on Richard Mayhew, given his significance in African-American art history. Although we have a broad mission, we also want to focus on local artists. And Richard Mayhew is definitely someone that we wanted to have the opportunity to present his work here in San Francisco. Mayhew retired almost 20 years ago from his teaching job at Penn State University. He and his wife Rosemary, a documentary filmmaker of Native American culture, moved to a cottage near Santa Cruz. California's varied landscapes captivated Mayhew after a cross-country road trip in the 1960s and then teaching at several state colleges. From his deck, he looks out at gentle hills, one of many views that inspires him to paint. When I start painting, I just smear paint on the canvas has no reason at all. It just gets me started. And after I do that, a certain feelings start to take place and I, and I go, for, go, go, go with it. The image evolves at the moment. So there's no planning in the beginning and it happens on the canvas. It's that moment of truth. I work on several paintings at a time. Sometimes I feel I'll ruin this painting. When I start to lose it, I'll put it aside and work on the other one. Mayhew's landscapes are imaginary, but they've been inspired by places he's seen and by what he calls an intense emotional and spiritual union with nature. This relationship began when he was a boy growing up on Long Island, where the meadows, marshes, and ocean were his playground. His family was African American and Native American, and his grandmother encouraged his interest in art. She instilled in him the love of nature, and the lore and attitudes of indigenous people. She was Shinnecock Indian, and she really one that nurtured me in terms of that sensitivity and a spiritual commitment. When he was 14, Mayhew watched a group of artists paint on the beach near his home. One was professional medical illustrator James Wilson Peel, who took Mayhew under his wing and taught him how to draw. Mayhew went on to study with some of the great painters of the time, such as Max Beckman, Reuben Tam, and Edwin Dickinson, and immersed himself in New York's art scene. 
but while others experimented with a new wave of abstract expressionism, Mayhew remained dedicated to landscapes. It's more universal, more sensitivity in terms of the spiritual state of existence. So I retained all of that sensitivity and for nature. And uh, so when I paint, I'm reliving all of that experience. And it's not so much actually the uh, landscape itself, it's the emotional encounter with, with nature. Landscape is, is an illusion of reality. And I didn't want to paint the reality. I wanted to paint the essence of the reality. And that's very difficult. In 1963, Mayhew joined the Spiral Group, founded by painters Romare Bearden and Norman Lewis in response to the civil rights struggle. They discussed the plight of blacks in America and the direction African-American art should take. The Spiral Group, they actually discussed that creative consciousness and the, how it affected American society and how it's involved discrimination. But now I realize the uh, legacy that they've left is unbelievable and very special people. So they weren't just artists. These were the uh, mentors of the future of American society. The Spiral Group was ahead of its time in anticipating multiculturalism, but Mayhew also took his own path, one that ironically may have kept him from becoming better known in his own community. There's no indication of his ethnicity in this work. I think most people are now familiar with his work because it's not representational of, of what black art looks like, or artwork by African-American artists. Mayhew feels his work is not African-American or Native American, but multicultural, reflecting all of his life's influences. This should be embraced as beautiful, he says, just like nature itself. You can see how it starts from nothing. It just evolves, right? There's a whole musical piece there. <laughs> right here, that's right. You can see it just evolves, it just happens. <laughs> well, the Richard Mayhew retrospective at the Museum of the African Diaspora in San Francisco has just been extended through March 7th, 2010.